Hey everyone, this is your host Josh Baker with the Intelligent Conversations podcast where we believe everyone has a form of intelligence that resides within them. Our goal is to encourage these type of conversations for our audience to listen to. Without further ado, welcome to the show. Hey everyone, welcome back to the Intelligent Conversations podcast. Today I have the honor to listen and speak with Karishma Bali. She is the CEO and founder of Pulse Athletic Apparel, which is a brand that encourages taking action. Karishma is also a published author and has ran multiple marathons. So Karishma, thank you for coming on. I have one question for you though. Marathons. That's crazy. I mean, I I complain after running like three miles. I'm not going to lie to you, but 26, that's just insane. So I kind of want to ask you, what got you into running and running marathons? What got you into that? It's funny that you ask. Um, so I used to hate running, right? Um, and this comes as a shock to a lot of people who I kind of asked that question to me. Um, I set a New Year's resolution my senior year of college. This was about five years ago um, that I wanted to do a half marathon. I basically was kind of at ends. Um, and I wanted to set a goal that had nothing to do with my resume, nothing to do with grades mm-hmm. or like CG or in that case. And I grew up as a competitive athlete. So I played tennis and soccer for about a decade competitively oh, wow. until I started college. Um, so I was used to kind of like a discipline of training, but when you kind of get to college, um, I like was on a very different schedule. I was still working out and doing classes, but nothing to that extent. So I missed kind of the rigidity about kind of like physical training as well, like meal planning, meal prepping and all that. So I I did it, you know, I trained, this is like about a 10 week process. I literally went from like zero to half marathon in 10 weeks. Oh, Um, wow. What was that like? (laughs) um, Not as bad as I thought. I did it in Chicago since we're in based and I did it along the lakefront trail. So it was great. And I was like on this, I did it with a friend was on this like euphoric high. Um, and it's funny because we had different kind of outcomes. I was like, I want to keep going. So I ended up doing the full marathon that year um, and kind of filled that void that was filling after I finished the half. And I honestly kept going. So here we are five races later and counting. Um, I did break the streak last year, but really excited to bring it back and do a marathon this year. Yeah. <laughs> that's that's so cool again like 26 miles so i i also uh for the audience that's listening i grew up as an athlete as well i did basketball all grown up a little bit to high school and then track i started a little bit later so i was i was a sprinter and i i'd always make okay. fun of those distance runners for running <laughs> miles on end but i was just i <laughs> i i had to respect them that was the thing i'm like that's insane like i remember i after I graduated, I started and I'm like, okay, I need to condition myself. Get So then my heart's doing all right. Cause sprinting, I mean, that's anaerobic. It's not aerobic. Right. And yeah. so what I did there is I started doing that. And after the, the first day I did, I'm like, I could just go run three miles. That's not hard. And I was like, holy, this is insane. I I'm never doing this again. So I, I've tried to keep it under that three miles. So I, I kind of want to get into the mindset though, of that what, What's that like running? Cause I, I feel like you kind of get bored because that's my attention span's so short, right? And I don't know what what keeps you going so then you can run those full 26 miles. Yeah. So I guess like a few things. I agree. It definitely can get boring. Um, I kind of used it at the time I started running kind of seriously like that. 
Mm-hmm. I wanted something that was very meditative for me. So I do meditate in like the traditional sense. Um, but I wanted something that was kind of, that would make me feel very grounded and centered physically as well. And I kind of wanted to use that. So, and I went through so many different phases. So definitely when you're doing the long run, sometimes I'm just like, okay, I like, can't think I need music. Sometimes I'll listen to podcasts. Like I'll just have like noise too, but I also use kind of running as an outlet when there's too much noise going on. Um, you could argue that a lot of my strategic business decisions have happened while on runs, I've kind of used them as use runs as like outlets for solving problems, both in a professional and personal setting too. Um, and it's just funny because you get to know so much about yourself when running a marathon. And I highly recommend it at some point in your life. I know you're not a long distance runner, but if it's something at you least, could do. At least <laughs> once or twice. <laughs> yeah, at least at least once or twice. Because I, I truly believe nothing kind of mimics that experience um, other than actually doing a marathon. You get to know your body well. You get to push limits that you didn't think were possible you get to push kind of mental limits too because when you are doing a full marathon I'll tell you I feel like almost every race has gone through the same sort of kind of scenario or same sort of cycle at the beginning there's a lot of hype um there are thousands of people around you there's thousands of people running with you too so it's very exciting you have this huge adrenaline rush I usually try to like have the first like mile or so with no music, just because you get so much energy from the crowds, like as you're running too. And then, you know, that kind of continues on for a few miles. I'd say like until about like, you know, you're, you're on this like euphoric high until maybe between eight and 10 miles, eight and 10 for me, at least personally. And then you're like, okay, like now the hype kind of starts slowing down and you still have people cheering you on depending on where you're doing the race. Um, But now it's like, okay, you have to like start honing in on like your pace, like music, you start taking gels, you start like replenishing yourself at that point too. And then it's usually for me, it's been between like 18 and 21, where I go through a variety of different emotions. (laughs) These emotions are really happy, really sad. Like, why am I doing this? Everything hurts. Um, like it's only five miles and it's like tricking yourself. Right. Yeah. And then like at mile 2021, 20, you're like, okay, well it's only six miles, but only six miles then is so much different when you're at mile two or mile three and saying it's only mm-hmm. six miles. Ago. Um, so you go through these like different phases, like everything's hurting. You start, and, and this definitely happened to me my first couple of races. So like mental fitness is something that's really big Mm -hmm. I think that you develop when you're doing long distance running because it's easy to think about kind of other problems you might be facing too it's either easy to think about you know I guess just feelings of uh maybe it's imposter syndrome in certain aspects of your life that's an example um maybe it's you know feelings of failure feelings of not being at where you think you could be because it's easy right you literally have people passing you up you literally are in a situation where you're not only competing against yourself but if you are competing at a time you want to be like next to certain time brackets you have like runners who are pacers throughout it too so I think around like those miles and as like the race progresses this is what I mean by you learn a lot about yourself and you learn about how you can manage literally physical stress and to me, every time I do a marathon, it's honestly just like a celebration of life because it's like, if I can go through 
all the kind of physical barriers um, that it takes to run kind of an endurance race like this than anything else that might be going on in my life at that time that I'm facing isn't that bad, right? You put your body through such excruciating pain that, you know, whatever comes after is supposed to seem easy. Um, and it, and granted, nothing's ever easy, but I think just really honing in on that mindset um, and really kind of actively working towards it is why I love running. Because even though you are surrounded by others, I do truly believe that running a marathon, becoming a long distance runner, you are quite literally competing against yourself every single day. You're trying to get a better pace. You're trying to get better breathing patterns, better diet, whatever it may be as well. Yeah. I, oh, I totally, I totally agree there. And you were mentioning it kind of like, again, the stress on you and it puts you, it kind of puts you into perspective. Like, Hey, I can, I can do hard things. Like some of the things that we complain about in life, like running three miles, it's not as hard if you it's can do <laughs> exactly, but it almost like it tests yourself. It's a good indicator. Like, all right, how much can I handle? Like, and if you're able to put yourself in those like insane categories, like running a marathon, it's, it, it really says, Hey, I, I'm in the top 0.0001% of people in the world that run marathons. Like that's so cool. But I, I, I know you mentioned, uh, you had a business and you're doing things along that lines as well. I think that kind of plays hand in hand. So I, I kind of want to ask you, has that translated to business? Has that really helped you so then you can progress? Yeah, absolutely. Um, and it's funny, I kind of made, I've made a lot of kind of pivots too, especially during the pandemic in the last mm. like few years. And, you know, it's so cheesy, but people are like, life is a marathon. It's not a sprint, but it literally is. You're it right? is. <laughs> and even like thinking about like, you know, launching a business, um, being involved in that too. It is quite literally a marathon. I think it, you know, when, when you're thinking very metaphorically, when you're running, any pain you feel is temporary. Um, and you're kind of, as long as you're inching forward, you're literally taking steps forward towards the next mile, the next kind of marker, whatever it may be. Same thing in business. Um, everything is essentially temporary. Do you have to be quick and do you have to be strategic? Yes. Um, but at the same time, success does not happen overnight. Again, I'm throwing in so many cliches today, but it's true. Um, you have to be willing to be patient. You have to be willing to trust your gut. And I think above all, have faith in yourself that you will eventually get to the end outcome that you're expecting, which again, translating back to the marathon, right? You have to have faith in yourself that you're going to finish the race. You're going to get up, um, you're in it, right? And yes, you could technically walk off, but you started <laughs> this journey for a reason. You started to finish despite where you end up. Exactly. Never quit. Like, if anything, I, that's the one piece of advice someone gave me. And they're like, honestly, the sim, like the simplest thing you can do to be successful is just not quit. Like, it, and it's yeah, so, it's on. again, cliche. It's <laughs> like I, every time we hear these answers, but I'm like, honestly, it's, it's a lot harder than it sounds, even though they're these cliche answers that we get all the time. It's really hard to put that action forward. So I, I want to ask you this. How do you just break that barrier and actually act and, you know, find that motivation to actually go out and act on some of those things so then you can complete the marathon and achieve your goals? 
Yeah. So I, and I, I've, this is something I've been thinking about a lot recently too. So, and I guess I should probably introduce what the business is too at this point. <laughs> That's um, true. Yeah. Go ahead. Introduce it. So um, fitness brand turning into a fit tech company as of this mm. year, we are basically building smart apparel, integrating hydration sensors into athletic apparel for endurance and elite athletes. So you can see running background goes very hand in hand with what I'm doing. And I think just, and there have been so many learning curves that I've gone through, still Mm -hmm. going through them too, just being like a first time founder on this scale as well. But I think what definitely propels me in both situations with like, whether it's like marathon running training or just like in business is passion. So we we're going in at cliche number like 102 during this talk already, but I think you really have to not only like what you're doing, but you have to believe in what you're doing is going to create some sort of impact. And it doesn't matter for who, because if you're looking at running, the only person that's really going to impact is you. Um, You're going to become fitter, more fit on multiple levels in your life. Um, And it's basically dedicating yourself to self-improvement. When you're building a business, you're basically solving a problem that is going to create impact for a lot of people. And Mm -hmm. that's how businesses succeed, right? So to do something like that, you have to believe that what you're creating is actually going to solve a problem. And then we can go so many steps further doing customer discovery, validating and market, really paying attention to the strategic elements of a business. But it does kind of start at that underlying, like, I believe that what I'm about to produce is going to impact a ton of people. I believe that the only way to do this is to create a business. And I believe that I'm going to succeed. So really having that kind of underlying passion for what you're doing, and that really, really ferocious, sometimes even uh, what's the word I'm looking for? Delusional kind of state of confidence yeah. um, is vital for just being able to succeed in either elements too. That's so true. Yeah. The confidence part that that is a must. <laughs> I <laughs> totally agree there. And uh, something that I'm kind of gathering here is you have to, I mean, we were mentioning that faith that you'll finish and then you have to believe in yourself. You, I, that's kind of like the theme that we're, I, I don't want to say theme yet, but you, you got to believe that you can actually do it. I, I think that's a great point that you made there. So I, I want to ask, uh, and you don't have to answer this if you want, but is there any examples in your life that you would want to give? Like, I mean, obviously the business, but any like sp- particular instance where you just believed it was going to work, even though against all odds, it was just like, no way this is going to work. Everyone was saying, no, don't do it but then it worked out for you just because simply you just believed in yourself. Yeah, of course. And I will say, I guess like one thing off of that belief is definitely very strong, but you have to be willing to put in the work (laughs) (laughs) next to it. So I wouldn't say it's belief by itself. Um, But yeah, I will say, so I guess like my sort of pandemic story, what happened was I graduated from both graduate programs. So a background in management and medical physiology in both graduate levels. Graduated the year prior, we had entered this kind of global pandemic that we're still technically in, although there's many other things going on right now. Um, And I was working on one venture, and this was different. Um, So it was actually in the medical device space. 
unfortunately it didn't work out um, due to the nature of the pandemic. I just couldn't progress any further. So I made the decision as an entrepreneur to kind of halt that project. Um, but at this time, basically what happened is we were supposed to start testing the second week of March, 2020. And this is before we knew oh, what was going to happen in March of 2020. And, you know, after just kind of going back and forth, trying to figure out what's next, uh, made the decision to essentially stop. Um, so at that point, I was contract consulting. I've always been bootstrapping for to build businesses, um, just kind of ventures that I've had too before they've been self-sustaining um, or before raising capital, which is kind of what I'm doing right now. Um, so at that time, it was March 2020. I was like still kind of a new grad. I realized that I needed income some other way. Um, but now the entire world shut down. So I'm scrambling. And I thought I was going to continue my education after, kind of do like a doctorate mm -hmm. after. So I was essentially kind of stuck for a few months. Um, I probably sent in, this was maybe like an eight month or so period, um, sent out 8,000 job applications. Um, in a market that, you know, I, people wasn't. say like, it's like, yeah, it, it wasn't great, honestly. And uh, people will give you multiple different opinions on this, but they'll say there's so many jobs out there, but like try finding a job as like a recent grad who has kind of consulting and internship experience, but is really trying to get like actual real world experience too. So sending out that many job apps and volume, still trying to figure out if I wanted to continue my education or if that was even an option. Um, had the first kind of failure <laughs> as an entrepreneur and then just essentially just reevaluating my entire life. So what did I do? Of course, I ran a pandemic marathon um, to try to sort through some of this. There things. you go. Um, but that's also when Pulse was born. So this is in 2020. This is when Pulse kind of came up. And the idea for starting a brand was something I'd always had in the back burner. I've had a slew, I've been very grateful to pursue a graduate education management that was very hands-on, very experiential. And it got me thinking about the world in very different ways. It was literally problem, need, solution. That's mm -hmm. how entrepreneurs are born. And I was thinking about the fitness space, thinking about things that I loved in major players. Being an athlete, um, I've spent a very embarrassing amount of money on athletic apparel. Um, hey, we all have. <laughs> <laughs> and developed just like a preference for certain elements but there's also several things I didn't like about certain major players too so I was like let's just start this as a side hustle at that point I was literally still contract consulting I had moved in back with my parents after graduate school and did not think that would happen and just like my whole world changed you know I guess like on now I, I tend to come off as like very high energy it's just because I went on a run mm -hmm. this morning and runs give me energy um and this is also pretty much my natural kind of personality but lots of things changed within like a two-year time period um i found out people that i was close to from like a friendship level it wasn't close to anymore you really figure out what is important or who is important to prioritize in your life when you're going through literally adversity after adversity failure after failure and hardship after hardship um, you find out who to prioritize. I think, you know, I made the joke about moving back in with my parents after graduate school, but that was the first time I'd been home since I was 18. So I've been gone for about eight years. And then mm -hmm. I came back and I started, I didn't realize how much I essentially missed my family too. So reprioritizing family. And I traveled so much for school. I'd done all these things, gone all these places. 
And then I like, it was just like a nice pause in that sense. So while I was definitely struggling professionally and trying to figure out how to create a niche for myself and build up a company um, at probably the one of the most, I mean, I think it was one of the most opportunistic time, but others can argue this is <laughs> time to do something like that. Um, I think other sort of priorities um, were definitely just like a wake up call for me too. And I appreciate that as well. So I don't know, lots of really, really negative things happened during this time period, but I could also argue that lots of different positive things happened in that time period as well and are still going too. I guess that's the circle of life. Wow. Keep going on the cliche, right? All the <laughs> know, <other> right? <laughs> Honestly, I, I couldn't agree more. That, that was great. Thank you. Thank you for sharing that. And again, circle of life there, that, that was a great way to cap it off there. And <laughs> Uh, I, I like that you mentioned the 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 pandemic there and how you made the best out of it. And I, I I agree with you. I think it was a very opportunistic time. I think there there was a lot of people that they looked at it and it, there was a lot of problems happening, right? And yeah. entrepreneur mindset here, right? It's like problem, need, and then solution. That you provide the solution. And I again that that's why. I, I remember reading something recently where entrepreneurship's actually like on the rise this year. And I'm like, mm-hmm. I think it's because of that, because a lot of people, there's a lot of problems. And finally people are like, uh, you know what, this is it. Like I've, I've had, it. I'm going to do something about it. I'm going to create my brand. I'm going to go for it. Right. And uh, also there's no shame in being in your parents' basement. I mean, as long as you're actively house, not basement, but like house. Yeah. Just uh, yeah. Like, yeah. <laughs> I, I, I know what you're saying, but Cause I mean, I, I operate out of mine and it, that I thank them for it. It's one of the greatest things they can give me. And I'm like, it honestly gives me that head start professionally so I can, you know, be successful later on. And they, they've said that too. They're like, as much as we don't like having you here, sometimes (laughs) we, we know we, we want the best for you. And we're doing this because we want to give you that head start. And I'm like, you know, that, you know, it gives you a greater appreciation for them. And again, the priorities yeah. there and helps you reprioritize, wait, maybe some of these things I thought were just so important, maybe weren't as important as I thought they were. So I really, I really, that thought, all the thoughts that you were giving there were phenomenal. So I, but I want to drop the intelligent question of the day. And that's, and of course you're going to give an intelligent answer. You've had great answers today. <laughs> and I want to ask you, what would you say is the best way to help someone work through problems? How do you work through adversity? That's the intelligent question of the day. Yeah. Oh gosh. That's like a very intelligent question to ask. Um, I think to, to answer that probably like in a few different ways, um, to be honest, I feel like, you know, adversity happens. There's still certain adversities I'm facing in like my personal and professional life. And I think one of the biggest things that's helped me has been to just pause and take a glance, take a glance at where you are today and look at where you were a year ago. Look at where you were two years ago, three years ago too. And just think about the growth that's happened. Think about like how much adversity you faced in the the time being, whether it's actual adversity or obstacles of some sort. So just take a glance at, you know, what you've gone through. um, And then just, again, relying on that kind of like interfaith to 
propel you to, I'm going to use a pulse, uh, to pulse forward. That's like one of our kind of taglines as well, because you have it. That's why there's actually where it comes from. We, it's obviously like a fitness apparel brand. So quite literally get up and get moving, get your pulse up. But we believe that everyone has this kind of inner resilience and this inner ability to overcome obstacles. So I think that's what really helps in terms of just for me, looking at kind of adversity and solving problems in that sense too. Um, and the second is, you know, I, I, I've definitely done some sort of like mentoring programs. You know, we host college interns, like every semester, I love working with students, Pulse is class projects that we're involved in as well. And I think even just like in terms of helping others, for me, it's like thinking about being the person that you needed gaps filled in. So if you needed to have a certain type of friend, be that person for yourself. If you needed to have a certain type of mentor and you didn't, figure out how to be that person for yourself. Um, If you needed some sort of resource, um, be that person or resource for yourself. And if you can't or don't know how, honestly, Google it. You'd be surprised of how many of my answers have strategic or just like business related Mm -hmm. have come from Googling or just honestly, metaphorically too, just figuring out a way to find a solution. Um, So I think those are probably like the two biggest, most like high level um, pieces of advice or ways I would answer that intelligent question. And of course that is the intelligent answer of the day for everyone listening. That was, (laughs) that was awesome. Thank you for sharing that. I, I mean, I, I could add on to that, but I think that was a great way to end it. So <laughs> how I, I, I know you mentioned uh, Pulse Forward, you know, your company Pulse. Uh, what What's the best way they can find that? I know there's probably a website place they can buy that. What's the best way they can reach out to you if they want to do business with you or buy some of that apparel? Yeah, of course. Um, so we are everywhere. Um, you know, you can find me on LinkedIn too. Like I'm on like my personal LinkedIn. Um, the company LinkedIn is very active. We love doing kind of thought leadership pieces. We'll feature everyone like on our team and we just talk about very real things in the fitness community. Um, and it's just pulse athletic apparel across the board. So pulse athletic apparel on LinkedIn, pulse athletic apparel on Instagram, Facebook. Uh, Twitter, I believe is Pulse AA. Pulse Athletic Apparel was too long to have on Twitter. Um, <laughs> but we are pretty much that across the board. And our website too is just www.pulseathleticapparel.com. Um, so, and I'll definitely share these links with you as well to kind of forward. <laughs> okay. Yes. So, Karishma, thank, thank you for coming on. You've had great things to say. I think a lot of people can benefit from the things you've shared today. So, just overall, thank you for coming on. Yeah, happy to be here. And thank you so much for having me. This is so much fun. <laughs> <laughs> thank you. So for the audience that's listening now, that was Karishma Bali. As you can tell, she was a very intelligent person, has great things to say. And I would challenge you guys to go check out her website. I know I will for sure. And, you know, reach out to her if you think what she's doing is great. And I think she has great things to say. So stay tuned till next week. We have a great guest lined up for that week as well. See you guys next week and let's get after it. Hey everyone, if you liked this episode and would like to hear more, be sure to hit that subscribe or follow button. We release a new episode every Wednesday for you guys to listen to. Thank you guys so much for the support that you give. We could not have done this without you guys. If you would like to be a potential guest on the show, check out intelligentconvos.com and fill out the form there. Thank you guys again and let's get after it.